Welcome back to the Janice Dean Podcast. Thank you for coming back every week to listen. I'm so grateful I get to spend time bringing you my favorite people on this show. And I brought back two of your favorite people I get the pleasure of working with every morning, Ainsley Earhart and Carly Shimkus. Ainsley has a new children's book coming out this week called I'm So Glad You Were Born, which is a perfect title because every time someone has a birthday, Ainsley says that and it makes everyone smile. And our friend Carly just announced that she is going to have a baby boy very soon. So I thought it would be fun to chat about that exciting news as well. Back by popular demand. Really? It's Ainsley and Carly. Aww. Yeah, I, I do think this has been a, one of the top rated programs. Really? No way. Yeah. Yeah. We got to make this good. We need Boy. juicy conversation. Pressure's on. Let's yes. talk about our 20s. Oh, ooh. wow. I, the not 20s, everything. We're not that great. I feel like my 30s, I was on the path. And then my 40s, I was having kids and raising kids. My 50s have been the best, though, I'll tell really? you. Really? Yeah. Nice. Something to look forward to because you just have this appreciation of what your path was and you have enough experience that you can kind of know what the BS is and, mm-hmm. and, and not you, care. And well, not like... necessarily not care, but um, be able to call it out and also be stand up for yourself. Yeah. Like and I your feel... kids are not little anymore. Right. So it's a little easier, right. probably. Or... Um, but. I'll... These are all things we look forward to, but I have to say my 50s are, I've come in strong. I, w- I actually didn't even know you were in your 50s. Oh, th- you look like I you're love in your you. very, yeah, remember, like, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, remember, were you on our show when we were planning her 50th birthday and we oh, were wow. all right going to go to Vegas? Right. And it was no. right before the pandemic. So <gasps> yes. then her husband brought Vegas to their house. Yeah. Oh, I remember it, hearing about this. It was this. really yeah. good. We were, oh. we were trying to decide whether Vegas or we were going to go to Nashville, a bunch oh, yeah. of girls. Oh, we were going to do it up, like for 50. But I have to say... You would have been invited, Carly. But you <laughs> weren't on the course. show at that point. I wasn't. Absolutely. Um, we were planning lots of fun stuff. But I have to say, you know, we made the best of it. And to wake up the next day and have my husband really think about how to celebrate during a pandemic when we couldn't go out and had such tragedy in our life. I mean, the fact that he did that after losing both of his parents was just... I. I tear up thinking about it. He brought, he, you know, ordered stuff online to make my living room like a casino. Are you kidding? It was yeah. cool. He had a huge backdrop that like he hung on the wall behind her and we were, she was on air because it was her birthday. And he said, look what my husband did. And the whole wall was covered. It looked like Vegas. It did. He did. And then he, friends I mean, of his a brought over, you know, real game pieces for roulette. Um, and then he planned a party. Well, not a party, obviously, because you couldn't be with yeah. people. Um, he got my friends and some of my family to come in and do a car parade around the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was like I was just in tears. It was just such a beautiful Sweet. moment. Yeah. Wow. And. Does, is this sort of his personality? Is he? Is he? Is that his love? There's love languages, so right? Nice. And I guess that's like a giving. He's kind just. Of he's love a language. quiet, quiet guy. It's funny. I was at this event, beautiful event. Um, I was being honored by our former governor Pataki. Um, there's a Freedom Award that he gives every year on 9/11. He was our governor on 9/11. Yeah. And. He, you know, sent me this beautiful note saying, I'd like to honor what you've done um, for New York, for people that lost loved ones um, by giving you a f- our Freedom Award. It only goes to a couple of people every year. Uh, I'm going to get 
choked up. But Sean came with me, and it was a tough day for him. He lost 12 of his men that day on 9-11 from his firehouse. Every guy that was working that day, they lost their lives. And so he came with me. He was in his uniform, and I had to say a few words. And I talked about that day, 9-11, being so important for our country's history because our freedom was attacked. And the fact that I was able to use the freedom to go up against what I believe was a corrupt government, uh, a government that didn't care about our seniors during COVID, um, that was the connection from those guys going in that day to try to save others, to fight for our freedom, uh, to you know everyone that went into Afghanistan to also fight for our freedom, for me to have that ability to go out there and say, our government did something wrong that affected my family. So I was saying this and I looked over at him and, you know, he was just looking at me and I said, you know, I'm up here accepting this award and my husband is the hero. He should be up here, but he's such a quiet guy. And I have a picture that someone took of him in the audience looking up at me. And I'll never forget that because, you know, I feel like he's the one, he's the one that gives me strength. He's the one that is my rock, uh, the best man I've ever known, the father of my children. Uh, you know, the reason I came to New York, uh, he's there in the audience and, um, you know, so, uh, he is a quiet hero. Well, you're both fighters in different ways. He's, you know, physically fighting on the, on the front lines as a firefighter, use your words and use them so well. Which is why, you know, you were in the position that you are today. I saw that picture you tweeted on Instagram or you put out on Instagram and it was the firehouse, the list of all the guys who died that's still hanging up. Yeah. But it was the call sheet of who's working that day. They call it the the riding. Was he supposed was he he was off that day? He was off that day. Um, He was legitimately off that day. He still carries survivor's guilt uh, because they the ones that were on duty died. Were you all married at that point? We weren't. We met a year after. We met in December of 2002. And actually, uh, we would not have met had it not been for 9-11. That's something that my my kids know now because my oldest son was learning about 9-11 in in his class. They actually had them interview both of us and ask where we were on that day. And obviously, you know, his story is much more in depth and more tragic uh, than most people's. Um, But Sean said, you know, if 9-11 hadn't happened, I wouldn't have met your mom because he went on a trip to Hawaii, something that he has always wanted to do. He went by himself, uh, not, you know, a few months. It was November of 2002 that he went to Hawaii on his own. It's something that he's always wanted to do. And after that event, he just said, you know what, I'm going to do all the things I've wanted to do my whole life. Um, and one of them was go to Hawaii. And he he's a surfer. He was going to surf that day. The surf was too high. So he decided to go on a hike. And on that hike, he met my friends, Leanne and Tony. And they met each other and got to know one another. And over dinner, my friend Leanne said, oh, well, you live in New York. My girlfriend Janice just moved there. She doesn't know anybody. Uh, And you should meet each other. And that's how we met. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. It's something beautiful that came out of tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he called you? Well, Email, actually. I uh-huh. forget. I think I emailed him first. And to be honest with you, when my friend Leanne said, hey, I met this guy in Hawaii while I was on my honeymoon with Tony. You should meet him. I, at that point, didn't like what I was doing. I was in a different job. 
I was overwhelmed by New York. I didn't know anyone. Um, and I was thinking of like, going back home. Uh, and she said, but you don't, you know, he can just be a friend. Just go mm-hmm. out and meet him. And we had breakfast in December of 2002. Uh, and I wanted to see the Rockefeller Christmas tree. And we were emailing back and forth and we were going to do that. Um, and then we were going to have breakfast like right across the street because Rockefeller Center also has like a, a little breakfast place, but it wasn't open at the time because he was getting off of a 24 hour shift and I was getting off my morning shift. So we decided to walk by St. Patrick's Cathedral and uh, we found a little diner. What was it called? I can't remember what it's called. It's not there anymore, but it was amazing. I can't believe I can't remember what it's called, but. We had breakfast there, and it wasn't a love at first sight thing, but it was a comfortable thing. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a nice guy, um, easy to talk to, and, you know, and he told me, you know, what had happened to him on 9-11, and I, you know, I didn't even know what to say. It was so fresh. Um, But we kept in touch, and the love connection came a few months later, Mm -hmm. and I remember when that happened, because we were... uh, having dinner, beers, and French fries at a Belgian That'll diner, whatever it was. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like love to me. And I remember going to the rest, uh, the restroom and thinking, I think I really like this guy. Oh, isn't that yeah. the best feeling, too? Yeah. 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 The, com- the comfortable love. Okay, so I have talked way too much. No, this is supposed to be story. about both of you. So wait, did you kiss him that night? Yes, that, that was, was the, the night where we kiss. had our first kiss. Oh, nice. Yes. So he liked you all along then. I yeah. know. I think we both talked about it. Like it's our first. He definitely liked you all. Well, along. Yeah. I think we liked each other in the way of um, easy to talk to. He said I talk too much, and when I'm nervous, I talk too much. <laughs> so you know, we were at this little the prime burger. It the just came burger. to me. There, there. It's you not go. there anymore. We're and that is made. You know what? And that's where he proposed wait, to me. Wait, is that part of the prime chain? Like, I know there's prime steak, right? I don't, I don't know. No, okay, okay. But Those restaurants I, are nice. I yeah, remember going there the first time, and again, this was 20 years ago, and saying, I recognize this restaurant because it was in an episode of Sex and the City. Yeah. Um, it had like little um, cafeteria style tables. Yeah. Um, so it looked old school, kind of. Yeah. So I remember that. And just looking back, you know, he said, well, you know, you had crazy hair because I did have crazy hair back then. He's uh, got great hair. Well, it was short and my hair is curly and I have a lot of it. So it kind of looked like, I don't know, like it didn't, it, you know, it looked like it was big. It was big and weird. But I bet it was cute. No, you know it wasn't. What? It wasn't. You're it wasn't. taking me back to those years. Remember those years when, like, you moved, you get a new job, everyone at Fox, we'd all hang out together, which I'd love to all the time. Now we're moms, you know? Get ready, Carly. Oh, Carly's oh yeah, we got to talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, but, but to remember put a bu- how much fun that was? Like, you'd just go, you'd go find these little restaurants and just yes. have beers all day during after, the day. After you after go work. out. Or yeah. also after you go out oh, at yeah. night. And then you're at a diner at 4 o'clock in the morning. Totally, yes. Which, like, if I did that now, I'd be late for work. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, severely. And I'm, you'd be wasted yeah. at work, which would <laughs> not be good. Which well, can't happen. to put a button in this story, uh, <clears throat> Sean proposed to me in front of the prime burger uh, but it was closed that day he was planning to do it we were going to go for breakfast <laughs> yeah of course Every was scaffolding closed. everywhere and uh we went and i was so hungry because <laughs> I, I we were i was i remember i was studying my for broadcast meteorology that was a you know courses i was taking to become a broadcast meteorologist and i was in a grumpy mood he's like let's go and have breakfast somewhere i said okay so we started walking and all of a sudden we're in the prime burger and uh it's and closed. and it's closed and i'm like okay well 
well, I'm hungry. Let's go somewhere else. And he didn't know what to do. And I just remember looking at him. And he All of a sudden, he just got down on one knee in front of like the closed prime burger. And there was scaffolding everywhere and proposed to me. Was, and you said cute. yes. I said yes. Aww. That's cute. Aww. That is a cute story. And now you have two beautiful boys. Yes. And so here we are, full circle, you know. So um, obviously 9-11 is a, is a terrible day in our history. But through a tragic moment comes sunshine. Yes. Yeah. Right? Amen. After the mm-hmm. storm. Amen. Okay, so we have to talk about babies because the last time we did our podcast together, we knew that Carly was pregnant, but we couldn't say Right. Anything. Yes, because you're not supposed to announce it in your first trimester. Uh, but I was telling everybody. I was. Oh gosh, I was. I've been so. I looked at Ains. This is how I told. I told both of you very, very early on, um, like even before some of my, my actual You're, blood family members knew. No, you told me before even someone more important. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have no, to. Can we talk about no. that? Sure. I oh, mean, no. I told. I, okay. You know what? He I won't understand. Mind. He, well, he is he going to listen to this? No, probably okay, not. So yeah, we can say. Um, and Carly told well, and if anybody that's listening knows my husband keep, keep it a secret up. mom's the word so what happened was i found out i was my husband primarily lives in chicago um and works in chicago by the way we're we're going to be getting rid of the chicago place which is great because now we're having a baby um but i found out i was pregnant about 5 minutes after he walked out of the door to go to the airport to go to chicago it was on a sunday and so I had to wait a week to tell him because that's not something you say over the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that Monday, I found out wait, hours earlier can on I ask Sunday. you something personal? You yeah. took a, a pregnancy test yes. after he left? Yes. Did I took you, a pregnancy test. I hadn't. Just, you just weren't thinking about it before. Uh, then, no, I, I wasn't thinking okay. about it. But I said, you know what? Let me just. I, I hadn't. <laughs> Let me you see know, if we had a good weekend. Let's just. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's see if we I'm had a kidding. good weekend four weekends ago. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, I, we did. <laughs> so then it turned, it was positive and we had been trying for about a year. Yeah. And I was, that's one of the reasons why I took the test too, because I was so sure it was going to be negative because right. they've all been negative. Right. Uh, and then when it was positive, I was like, wow, that oh, it really does work. Moment, right. <laughs> I just Dude. remember, you never yeah. forget yeah. Never that forget moment. That. Right. So I look at, I, I actually was like, how am I going to tell Ainsley and Janice? And what time was this? What time of day? Oh, it was like five right before I, went, I was going to go to bed. I okay. go to bed at around six for Fox and Friends first and then try sleeping. You know, try sleeping after that. Right. So. Um, and when was the next time you were going to see your husband? Uh, on really that weekend. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. And you I never. For, I was still in for Rachel that day. So we didn't get to see each other because of our schedule. You so. never thought about like telling him over the phone. I didn't want to. Okay. I just, wow. wanted, I just wanted it to be in person and yeah, special because okay. to be honest. Um, he really was the one who wanted a baby almost even more than I did. I, I want, I want a child. I've always wanted a child, but because of my career, you just worry about the work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And I think for men, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he's going to be such a great dad. So I really wanted to do it in person. So I said, okay, we're going to have to wait a week. And I was like, Carly, I, I was like, I know myself. I'm going to start telling people, but I said, no, Pete's going to be the first one to know. I look at Ainsley. <laughs> We're in the stairwell, and I just look at her in the eyes and go, I'm pregnant. <laughs> she, she jumps up, gives me a big hug, and it was it was the same thing really for you, Janice, too. I was like, I have to tell you something. I know. It's, there is something really special about telling your girlfriends. Yes. I mean, you know, you want to tell your husband, but man, telling, telling those girlfriends. Telling the girls at work, though, is like, it's more understandable. Like, your, your husband will be okay with 
if the girls at work knew before yeah. him, and you had to wait a week. Yes. But if it's like your best friends knew before he did, that, and not that we're not best friends because we are well, best friends at work, all yes. of us. Yeah. But that's it's like I, I don't know who you went to college with or your yeah. best friends from I high school. Gotta be so. honest, I told my best friends. Before. Oh, you did? <laughs> it's okay, but you have to tell someone. It's all right. It was just I couldn't keep it inside myself for a full week. Yeah. Um. If it's, he if he, he knew this, care. he would totally understand. It's such happy Absolutely. news. He wouldn't yeah. care. Um. So it was yeah. really cute. So I had a week, um, to actually do something kind of a little bit you know it wasn't like just showing him the stick that I just <laughs> peed on it was a little bit more special so right. I got a little onesie and it said um uh I can't wait to meet you daddy Aww. on it something cute like that and um I had just filled in for Rachel so I got home from work and um he was, I was, I was kind of nervous. Yeah. You know, in those big moments, you just got kind of nervous. It's all you thought about that whole show, right? It, it, yeah, yeah. Especially in the cab. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I cannot <sighs> wait for this moment. Um, so I distracted him by something. I said, can you do something in, in whatever the right. bedroom or something? Go grab me something. And then I laid out the onesie and, um, you know, made it kind of like pretty with some other things. And then I was like, oh wait, Pete, come here. And then I showed it to him and his reaction was, he stared at it for like, Longer that it was like thirty seconds, and it was like he was processing. And then he looked at me, and he was just like, "Is this is this us?" And he because and and then he was just huge smile and huge hugs. And I've never seen him cry. He is not an emotional person. Besides one time we were watching Saving Private Ryan, and I think I saw a tear fall. But aside from that, and he was just so emotional, and it was such a beautiful moment. Um, and he was thinking he was like, "Is this a baby shower we're going to?" And she's showing me the gift because we've been trying for so long uh, so it was a moment that I'll truly never forget it was such a special day too you know we talked about this I'm glad that you let that moment happen between the two of you because I think people are so onto social media now you want to capture the moment on yeah. video because I did ask you that I was like did someone you know film it because you mm -hmm. know you do you want it for you know, a moment yeah but I'm so glad you did it yeah and I thought about it I thought about hiding my phone to film it uh, but I knew that if he he's, he's shy, yes. he's, he's, shy, he's a shy person. He's not a camera guy either. And I knew that if he saw it, um, it would ruin the moment. Real, and also, right. it, you're, I'm going to remember it forever. And that's all that that's you all. Know, matters. Yeah. I so, think yeah, yeah. that's a good life lesson. There's too. some things that need to not be filmed and just be between the two of you. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Don't go anywhere. We'll have more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Yeah. I'm so happy. And then, of course, we... Taped, we're taping the show right now. It happened right after uh, Steve Ducey and his son Peter and his wife Hillary were on the show announcing their pregnancy. Yes. No, That's so happy. I mean, for Steve to see his son and his, you know, his... Beautiful his, new daughter announcing a, a baby. Yeah. That's pretty and awesome. his son growing up in this, uh, you know, in this atmosphere at Fox News, watching his dad on TV, then he takes... He, yeah. uh, you know, goes into the same profession, and then now he's asking the tough questions at the White House. Isn't that yeah. great? Gets married to another correspondent at the White House. does an amazing job, both of them. Oh, both, both of them, them do. Yeah. And then they have their baby. That's great. It's really yeah. cool. So Thank she's due um, just two or three days before I am, which is amazing. <sighs> yeah. And I was like, wait, and then you start to go, I'm like, wow, she's really, she looks really good. Oh. Am I showing more? Is this a me thing? You know, you just always, oh, <laughs> you look <laughs> so, so good. Yeah, By the way, do. I love it. I told her, I was like, Hillary, you look, you look incredible. 
You're um, so tall. You won't even gain a pound. You're just all oh, baby. Oh, you know what? I already gained 17. That's oh. what the scale you said. You can't tell. No, and Thank don't you. worry it's about fine. that. I don't, I don't mean that in a bad it's way. All baby. I think I gained like 40 pounds. So yeah. I mean, I just, I, you know, you do have another person inside. Yeah. Of you, yeah. So. I, yeah. And who cares? You're, you want to nourish him. You want yes. to keep but, him healthy. And I understand that it's a weird thing being pregnant on television um, because you are, whether you know it or not, you are a little bit like we're, you're cognizant of the fact that you yeah. are expanding. Mm-hmm. I had to be pregnant on a green screen doing the weather. Mm-hmm. I actually got emails about that. Like, hey, you're blocking Mississippi where I live. <laughs> Stop it. No. no, I am dead serious. <laughs> really? Yeah. You should have just pointed to the states with your yeah. stomach. You should have had an right. arrow on right. your stomach and this. Right. I mean, right. so I... Like, even though you're like, I don't care, you know, I I love the fact that I'm pregnant. It is, there is something weird about being on TV and you're pregnant and you're very like... You know, you're self-aware of that, but yeah. I don't want you to be. No, I'm at, yeah, line. I don't mind being pregnant on TV, especially now that um, I can let it all out because it's. <laughs> I already told people, but it's okay. I don't. I'm, I'm not a self-conscious person like that. I don't. I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy every moment. Thanks. It's so fun. And Thank you won't so block Mississippi. I won't <laughs> block Mississippi. <laughs> right. I think the person thought they were being funny, but it wasn't funny. Oh, I could see where that would be kind of like a funny email, but you'd be I like, Whoa. I think it is. You think it's funny. a little funny? Yeah, you're blocking Mississippi. It's like my baby is I'm pregnant. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's a sign of a healthy good. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, nowadays you probably can't say that, but. No. And then there was a, back then it was kind of funny. Yeah. There was a co-worker here who no longer works here. I remember this. Uh-oh. Um, I was, you know, probably just about to have Theodore. I was eight and a half months pregnant and I was walking down uh, the hallway downstairs the green room where it used to be from Fox mm-hmm. and Friends. And I remember this person thinking that they were funny, but doing like um, a truck backing up like <gasps> beep, beep. Oh, beep, I don't think that's funny. Beep. That's not funny. At all. And then this person said, wide load, you know, be careful, everybody. Uh, Here comes the wide load. I don't oh, think yeah. that I think the Mississippi thing is funnier. That's yeah, just that's kind of mean. Oh, I used to I had I know some ladies that would come up to me that were known to be a little catty and yep. they would come up to me and say, you're definitely having a girl. <gasps> and, oh you know, gosh. they say girls steal yeah. your beauty or they say you show more, yeah. you're, you gain more weight with, with girls. I didn't, honestly, I was like, okay. I, I, don't, you're I so, don't care what they so think. You're so unflappable. Well, thank you. But I was just like, whatever. Do you know how hard I tried to have this baby? Yes. You know how long I, I prayed for this know, baby? I don't Ainsley. care what you say. She's so perfect. Thank you. But I was like, you know, whatever. I know, but it Whatever. does hurt. It, yeah. It's hurtful. It's just, a, it, for me, it was more of just the, like, the audacity. Is, also, like, it's like, wow, this really? Is kind of, yeah, what is that what you're doing? Yeah. This is a negative reflection on you. You just want to be mean. You. You're okay with being mean. Yeah. Like, So how was your pregnancy? Feeling, like, did I you feel it. good? I loved it. Yeah. I did. Good. And I knew that m- might be my only one. So I was mm. 39. So, and um, we had, we lost a baby. Then we got pregnant three months after we lost the baby. So wow. I, God knew I was supposed to have Hayden. Yes. So, um, but I loved every moment of it. I liked eating. I ate, I would go to that fresh, you know, downstairs yeah. and I would get um, an English muffin toasted every day with peanut butter on it that would melt. I, oh, how, yes. how we grew up, you yes. know, I used to love to eat that. Now uh-huh. I can't eat that because I'll, you know, be massive. I have, to watch what, I have to watch what I eat. So and then I would get tons of jelly on top of it mm. oh. and I would eat that two of them open faced. <laughs> it 
was so good because Suzanne Scott, our boss, said, I ate a bagel every day. She said, just let yourself do it. And then I breastfed and it all just comes off. Does it? Yeah. 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 It does. It'll be fine. I yeah. wish I could still breastfeed. <laughs> I don't know. You'll notice it comes like five pounds a day. Janice Moonlights is a wet nurse. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it. I'm, you know, for the men out there. I'm sorry. This is maybe How too much information. How do that? How do you reproduce milk if you didn't have a baby? That I don't know. I think wet nurses, like in medieval times, they would always have to have a baby, and then they just keep on breastfeeding. But we interviewed a lady when they couldn't find the baby formula, and she said, "I stopped breastfeeding, and then I had to start back when I couldn't find milk." Hmm. Uh, so I was like, "How did oh. she do that?" I, don't know. I didn't ask her on air because I didn't know what she would say if it would be too much for a morning show right yep you, maybe you know what your instincts were right yeah. there maybe I it's don't. a hormone thing maybe you maybe. have to be injected maybe the with. doctor can yeah yeah, can yeah. Give you or something. maybe she stopped for like a week or something but you're feeling good yeah. right because with with matthew i was very sick for the first Ugh. four months yeah. i actually i tried everything i actually took some time off work i was so but not theodore no, not That's theodore interesting. yeah I've, i yeah well a lot of my girlfriends who have two um and just People, I'm learning, every pregnancy is so different for the same woman. Yeah. Which yeah, is, it was very different. Yeah, wow. I even went and had uh, acupuncture done, uh-huh. which actually helped. It did? Yep. Did yep. you feel better after the first trimester? Yes. Yeah. So did I. I, st- I mean, I still were, was yeah, a little yeah, were... bit not feeling great, but it was the first trimester that was really tough. What is that like? Like, you're... you're Oh, you just feel like you're, you didn't. No, have, you never had morning no, sickness. But at I've all. watched. I've watched that Amy Schumer special. Y'all watch that? No, she no. had it. Bless her Like heart. an illness, right? Yeah, yeah, I think she had what through the one whole of my friends thing. had that. Yeah, I think didn't Kate Middleton yes. have that That's too? What I was thinking. Yes, <clears throat> yeah, she did, and had three pregnancies. Did she have that with all three kids? I think I she did. Yeah. I think she was sort of she had a really predisposition to it. Wait, so you never had a day? I guess you got to produce an heir, though, right? They're like, you don't have a choice. Tough life, but somebody has to do it, right? Well, uh, yeah, I, I did not have that. Wow. Thank you. I mean, thank goodness. You know what thank it feels you, like Jesus. to me? It felt like car sickness. Um, it just felt, that's how, okay. that's what I would describe it like. Okay. Is yeah. that how you would? It's probably different for people. Uh, it just was a terrible feeling of feeling like you were going to be sick all the time yeah. and it would never go away. And for me, I would always get it. Um, it may, who knows? It may, it may happen again in the third. No, I don't think you're, okay. I think you're fine. It was always, I think it was also like maybe um, like right at the start of Fox and Friends first, like when I was rushing down to the studio every morning. Because I think they had to have something to do with how I was already feeling. Like yeah. maybe like my anxiety was up or something. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm anxious before the show, but I was like, oh my God, it's. 3.55. How did I... Why does this keep happening? You know, you think yeah. you have so much time. Um, so that's where my anxiousness lies. And then I was like, ugh. But now it's gone. So I yeah. feel good. I feel good now. And you have a lot of girlfriends mm. who will step you through it because... Oh my gosh, yes. It is... I'm not going to lie. Having a baby is like a eye-opener. Yeah. You really don't know what... To, it doesn't matter how many books you read. Good, because I haven't read any. Yeah, we're here for you. Yeah. We, we yeah. will tell you, I have a great... If you have trouble breastfeeding, I have a lady that will come to your house that like everyone's used her at Fox. She's great. Um, we is she, can tell is you, she a wet nurse? No, I'm just No, no. <laughs> is her name Diane? She, oh, God. It's been six and a half years. I bet you it is. Is it? Let me look. I think her name wow. is Diane. I can't believe Hayden's phone. almost seven. I know. I know. Let me look. Um, do, you, do you remember her name? Because your boys are I, older than mine. I had help from her as well. Okay. I'm looking up breast. What does she help you with? Well, just like being a new mom, if you're having problems with breastfeeding. What would she be called? I looked up breast. I just put Diane the doula. Maybe a baby nurse. Diane. She's kind of a doula. Um, Like um, she was there uh, to help me kind of before the event. Is it Diane? 
I think I don't know what her last name is actually. Should we even be giving that kind of information no, on the? Probably not. Well, you said she was good. It's a compliment. She, she's fabulous. I do believe that a lot of people here at Fox have. Jessica Tarlov was was talking to me about. Um, she called it either a baby nurse or a sleep specialist sleep, or something. Uh, I think she. Was There's all these sorts of things. Lactation specialist. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, here we go. No, her name was Sherry. Okay. And that's something that's really tough too. Uh, is Gosh, we put so much pressure on moms to breastfeed. And although it is really important and I did it, um, I, you know, I had a hard time with Matthew. So I ended up pumping for Mm -hmm. eight months because he just wouldn't. Did latch you on, really latch on. For eight I did. Months? I did. Pumping Gosh, takes a long time you. too, and the machines are unbelievable. Get the one looking. from the hospital, the hospital grade one. It goes right. really fast. Oh, does it? I have. I was about to. I like the hand I was motion. About to show you with the hands, <laughs> right? Rrr. I know. So I have a really funny story about Just don't breast let your milk. husband see it. It's yeah. not cute. It's the least sexy thing. And, right. then, and then we'll go to the next topic. Yes, but, yes, yes. Okay, I'm sorry, during, the men. If the men are, this is funny though. Okay, we're talking about breasts. They better not be changing the channel. So I had stored up a lot of breast milk for Theodore, my second, and Hurricane Irene came through the New York area. This was before Sandy, and we were concerned that the power was going to go out, and I had a stash of breast milk, and I I said to my husband, I'm like, go get a generator. (laughs) And he's like, what? Like, there's a hurricane. The power could go out. We can't lose power. Do you know how long it took me to get this stash of frozen breast milk? (laughs) And he's like, okay, Amazon.com. Here comes the generator. And that's why we have a generator because I just thought to myself, I thought of nothing else except how awful it would be of all those hours of pumping, having it all go down the tubes, literally, no, can't have that. because of a hurricane and a power outage. <laughs> so true. So, you work so hard to get that milk. And then we also are crazy because we're like, if we lost all that milk, our child, their IQ, they're not going to do as well on SATs. They're not going to get into college. <laughs> it's like none of this it's is like true. No, it's not true. I have it's talked so to many crazy. healthy people who have gone to all of those Ivy League schools that yeah. did not have breast milk. Could you milk. imagine that was like a question they ask? Uh, for your Ivy League application, it's like breast milk or formula. Right. <laughs> Thank God. I'm judging but you. Don't you know you can you can get overwhelmed with things that you have to do and just cut yourself some slack because it's so fun. And we'll you'll, we'll you'll we'll talk you out. down. Yeah. We'll be back with more sunshine right after this. Speaking of babies and what you're going to read to your children, Ainsley has a new children's book. Thank you. Thank you. You have to tell us about it because it's coming out out tomorrow, the 27th, because Mm -hmm. I know this is going to air on the 26th. So it comes out on the 27th. It's called I'm So Glad You Were Born because we all say that that on Fox and Friends. That's the best phrase. Thank you. So I said it on air when I first got the job. It was Steve Ducey's birthday, I believe. And I said, I'm so glad you were born. And the whole, you know, everyone behind the cameras were like laughing. Yeah, like, it's, cute. It's, it's cute, yeah. but it's like, that's it's kind of weird. It's kind of no. weird. Thing to say. No. But we say it in the South and my mom always said it on our birthdays. So, um, but I was like, you know what? It is, it's important. It's the day you're born. So then months later, his wife wrote us in the middle of the show and said, I have an idea for Ainsley's next children's book. She should name it. I'm so glad you were born. So thank you, Kathy Ducey, yeah. for coming up with this title. Yeah, but it's basically just fun. Have fun with your children. In the beginning, I was like writing sappy, sweet, like 
um, rhyming books. This one rhymes too, but they were more lyrical. Mm-hmm. This one is just uh, something my mom always said that's fun. Like we have dance parties in our house. You know, yeah. you do the jokes in the lunch boxes. We all have our little things, things. that we do with our kids because yes. we just want them to always look back at us and know we were awesome moms. We were fun. Yeah. We, you know, I try not to yell. I try just to have diplomatic conversations with my daughter, which yeah. might sound ridiculous, but I grew up in a house where it was old school, like the yelling and the spanking and all that. And even though my parents' discipline um, helped all of us, I can discipline in a different way because yeah. I don't want to be like that. So um, I just want our house to be fun. That's all it's about. Just I'm so glad you were born and let's celebrate it for the rest of your life. Every Aww. single day. Every day can be your birthday. But it's a good birthday book. It's a good book if for you want a baby yeah. shower or if you have grandkids. Oh, that's it's going to be Cute. so successful. Did Hayden I, help with it? She did. She got, she So a lot of the pictures, the illustrator has children too so she we talked and she did illustrations based on her kitchen or my kitchen or i told her about our dance parties that we have this big tupperware container full of instruments we bring it out and we blare the music and we run around the house and um, i have videos of hayden growing up every stage of her life with us doing dance parties so i think we're going to air some of that on the show which is cute and um, yeah, so we we discussed that. So Hayden will flip through the page and say, "Oh, there's me," and this Aww. is you know. So it's cute, and it's every all colors, all walks of life, all shapes, all sizes of children. That you must know, have put a smile good. on your face to even it's write. Fun. It just seems like it was a joy. Was it? Was yeah, it, fun it was to write? actually. This was actually. I, I love the other two books based on what I was going through, trying to get pregnant, getting pregnant, and then having the baby, and what I learned from her. But this is like we're past all of that. We're past yeah. all of the. Those are wonderful years, and I love the baby stage. Three was kind of hard. Six is a little hard, believe it or not. Getting a little sassy, talking back a little. I saw her roll her eyes the other day, <gasps> and she went. She rolled her eyes, and she. I told her she was a tennis lesson, and I said, "Get out there with all your friends. Your coach is out there teaching. I am paying for this class. Get out there. I'm proud of you for just trying, but yeah. get out there." And she looked at me, and she went, "Seriously." Oh. Oh. I said, we are bringing time out back, young lady. He's like, come with me right now. And then what happened? Um, But she was saying it sarcastically. She'll hear me say like, seriously, Hayden, are you serious? And then she's saying it back to me. Mm -hmm. But it was not really the appropriate time to say that. She learned that lesson. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. such a cutie, though. I can't Thank imagine you. her. She seems like the perfect angel, which she is. Thank you. But she, everybody gets older. She's funny. She um, she is awesome, and she's very smart, and she is so much fun. But it's funny, like, the conversations you'll have. Like, one day when she was, like, I think three, she was doing squats. She saw me doing squats in the kitchen. Just, <laughs> I don't know why I was doing that. But um, Why are she, you doing squats I in like the kitchen? I like to work out. I think I was just, like, maybe I had to get in a bathing suit the next <laughs> day like something five Who extra knows? minutes I do the yeah, same yeah. Thing. yeah and so she starts doing it with me and she goes oh exercising is annoying <laughs> it's like well, yes it is i'm on team hayden for right that. Yeah. right i love that yeah. she knew what annoying meant to i it. know Sorry. i know like but she said the other things. day she i said hayden you're not listening to me it is time to go to bed i have asked you we are not going potty anymore we're not getting any more milk the kitchen is closed <laughs> no it's not I hear, you know, I hear our babysitter in there right now. It's not closed. I'm like, 
<laughs> she, she's so closing smart. it up. Yeah, she's closing she's up the kitchen. Up she's locking that door. And then she said, and she started crying, why is everyone yelling at me for not listening? And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, today at school, I got in trouble for not listening. And I said, okay, let's talk about this. Yeah. Mm. Let's, let me let me give you your alternatives. Do you want, why didn't you listen? I didn't hear the teacher. Aww. Who were you listening to? My friends. My friends. Was like, I said, okay, you're in her classroom. Always have your ear out for the teacher. And I, you know, we had that whole conversation. I tried to calm her down. She's real sensitive. Yeah. Um, you're having boys, so I wonder what boys are going to be. I don't you know. have the two boys. Oh, are they they're sensitive. sensitive to My I was very little sensitive. guy Theodore is very sensitive. Really, Matthew was too, but he's going to be fourteen. They're just so oh, I precious. I tell you a lot of. You know, yeah. I mean, he's he's getting to be a teenager. So yeah. Is he into girls yet? Oh, you Not could really. say a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sure he's into girls probably more. But than is that eighth grade? It's yeah, cool. it's eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, he is. But you know, his buddies. It, it's funny, we, we watched the movie Stand By Me. Have you seen that yeah, movie? Yeah, we watched it with that. the boys. Yeah. And it's a really kind of um, great moment uh, of that age that they're in right now where their buddies are everything. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Having uh, best friends at the age of like 11 to 13 to 14, it's like you never forget that. It's yeah. just like this amazing age. And I think their buddies are really important to them right now, which is wonderful. But Theodore is um, very sensitive and I have a really good story. He um, was being bullied in school um, during the whole Andrew Cuomo thing. So it was very interesting that I was going up a big a, against a big bully, and my own son was in his classroom against a bully, was making fun of him every day. He mm. would cry. It, there was phone calls to the teacher. There were phone calls to the principal. Uh, there was moving chairs around in the classroom. He was just this kid was really mean to what Theodore. about his parents did anyone call his parents um I, I don't know yeah. to be honest with you they didn't bring the parents in I was at that point where I was going to do it on my own right um but then you know he would just take it he would just you know come home and and I would say listen you've got such good friends you know there are people that are like that unfortunately and you just have to sort of ignore them or get away from them or tell the teacher um and then uh there was one day where he came home and I'll never forget this and he said mom you know the bully um he started yelling at my buddy I'll call him Johnny um he started you know being mean to my friend Johnny and all of a sudden I went up to him and I said don't be mean to Johnny. Why are you always so mean to people? Oh, good. And I said, Theodore, the fact that you stood up for your buddy mm-hmm. against the bully is a big lesson because it takes a lot of courage to stand up for yourself, mm-hmm. but it takes even more courage to stand up for Absolutely. others. Yes. And so, and now fast forward, even though the kid is still not the greatest kid, um, they have starting to started to sort of get along that wow. he would even call him a little bit of a friend. And so that evolution, I'm just so, I don't know, I told him, I said, you know, you might have had a part of that, um, mm-hmm. of him becoming nicer because oh. you spoke out. Yeah. I hate to think of him being sad about being bullied, oh, though, or anybody so being bullied. Yeah. It was so sad, but you know. We need to pray that that little boy's heart changes, though, yeah. because if you, I, I, don't, I don't know about y'all, but your faith <clears throat> kind of keeps you from doing things like that, and if you are mean to someone accidentally, you apologize later because you feel so bad about it. You feel convicted. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, it's yeah. and it's difficult now, I feel like, because there's so much, you know, like, hands-off with teachers almost, yeah. like, you can't get in there right. at all, right. and it's, like, so politically correct, like, let's you, just move the classroom around mm-hmm. instead of really 
really addressing the program it, yeah. or yeah. sometimes the parents are like defend their child if they do that or sometimes or they say not my child yeah or sometimes bullies are bullies because they're being bullied at home right you never know what kids are you never through, know you never know but you know it just goes to show you you can you can have big bullies in life and you can have bullies in the yeah. in the schoolyard and there's always a lesson to be learned yeah um, but he's better now you know he has so many good friends and uh and and the one kid you know they kind of he'll come home and say so and so oh yeah he got in trouble today so i just think it's the kid it's he's the got kid. some issues yeah. 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 yeah 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 it's i mean i was bullied in school too yeah i, think I we used all to be a little were, bit right yeah. gym class a little bit too i was never athletic and i was always i was the tallest person Aw, like out of everybody, you got bullied for being tall. Boys, yeah, I think that kids get bullied for anything that makes them a little different when you're that age. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was definitely height, and you know, you go through the awkward phase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So, but you know, I and you know, you it's I still remember the kids that bullied me, who now are wonderful people. What and have children and are are great. But yeah, I mean, you knew you like you kept in touch with those people. Well, I think with Facebook and and mm. stuff like that, it's it's a little easier now. Um, <laughs> did I just age you? I no. didn't mean to you laugh. No, no, no. This is <laughs> because you just reminded me of a story. There was a there was a girl in school. I was probably in seventh grade, and um, we were. I, I had to take French immersion uh, oh, in, yeah. in school, <clears throat> and I was always afraid to speak French out loud. And I remember her saying like, "That Janice has a terrible voice." And I was like, well, listen to I you went now. home and I was crying. And I was like, Louise said I had a terrible voice in school, mom. And look at me now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Truly Take golden pipes. For me, like I said, it was gym class. And I remember I would pray about volleyball. I just hated just the ball coming to me and me yes. not knowing Aww. what to do. So I would, <laughs> so I'm going to cry thinking about it. I would pray about it. And then I would like take um a, like a little piece of paper or like I'd crumple it up and I'd like pre- like practice Aww. against my wall I'm serving Aww. little Carly you, don't, you know you never that's yeah. why kids getting bullied just it's yeah. str- it just hits a chord I think with everybody because right. we've all been there yeah. and there, there's just such sweet innocence that you never want anybody like that young and it's to true. feel bad but yeah, yeah. well you're right. gonna be a great mama Thank you. And you are a great mama. Yes, Thank you, you are. And you are too. And uh, well, to be continued, because I want to do a program where we have all of us and we're giving you good, you know, mom yeah. fun advice. How that about that? Would, uh, can I, I need it. Can I say one thing? This coming weekend, I'm going to be in Charleston, South Carolina on Friday. Yes. And then I'll be in Ponte Vedra on Sunday. Yeah. Sean Hannity's interviewing me for that. And then on Friday, oh, where, is that going to air? It's anyone can go. So I just want oh, people good. who it's are listening event. to you oh, to come. Wonderful. And, yeah, you'll get you can get a signed book and you can meet us. That's and, live. They should put that like they should make a Fox Nation special out of that. You being interviewed by Sean Hannity about your children's book. Well, maybe I'll tell him to come yeah. down there. That's I not mean, a bad idea. We still idea. have time. Okay. We are doing a Fo- we are doing a, a Bible study, Fox Nation Bible study on this. Okay. We'll this week too. And where can they go to find out all of this good stuff? Ainsleye.com. Ainsleye. Yeah. We need to plug that more on Fox and Friends because I find that Brian Kilmeade is always plugging BrianKilmeade.com. <laughs> As we look at um, the television <laughs> right, flash right. and it's a Brian Kilmeade promo. <laughs> He's everywhere, that guy. So we need to promote your .com. Thank you. Yes. All right, ladies. I love you very much. We love I you. love you both. Congratulations, Congratulations on the podcast. Congratulations on the podcast, the book. Thanks, the baby. And the baby. And the baby. Yeah. The podcast, the, the book, baby. and the baby. That could be the title of our Maybe. Our Why monthly not? special. The, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> yes. We've got the podcast, the book, and the baby. I love it. Yes. <laughs>
I love you. <laughs> love, love you, too, you guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that flew by so fast. Honestly, I think I could do a daily podcast with Carly and Ainsley. They are so fun to talk to. Ainsley's book, I'm So Glad You Were Born, comes out tomorrow. And I can't wait to have a baby shower podcast for Carly very soon. If you have any suggestions for the podcast, please let me know. I love hearing from you. On Twitter and Facebook, I'm at Janice Dean and Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.